All right, we're going to talk about the Olympics for a few minutes here. Uh, a lot of you watching them. A lot of people really interested. And it's been, it's been fantastic. The competition has been so good. And now if you've been paying to the Olympics, attention to the Olympics, even in the most passing, uninterested kind of a way, you've likely noticed a trend when it comes to Team Canada. Um, as far as I know, every medal has been won by women. Now, there could be a guy that won one last night. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I might have missed one or two. But I know prior to last night, every single medal won by Team Canada was won by a female athlete. Pretty awesome. Um, but at the same time, it leads to the question about, well, why are they doing so much better? And do we need to give them more opportunities to showcase their talents? So to get some information on, you know, what's going on with Team Canada, we're going to chat now with Alison Sandmeyer-Graves, who is the CEO of Canadian Women in Sport. Alison, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. My pleasure. Now, this is not a uniquely Canadian phenomenon, nor is it a new phenomenon. We're seeing Team Canada doing really well on the women's side so far at these Olympics. That's happened before, right? Team Canada, uh, the women are typically very strong performers. Well, they give us so much to cheer for, and I think it's such a celebration of women in sport, which is important in a country where there still is quite a gap in the participation of girls versus boys. But, uh, yes, we saw this before in Rio. Uh, Women took home most of the medals, and they led in the medal count as well in that first week. So I know we're going to see more to come from all all corners of the Olympic team, but it's been a pretty exciting start for the women. Um, Do we have any work around why the women seem to do so much better, uh, especially at the Summer Games, and why they're performing so exceptionally well and better than um, their male counterparts? Well, I think that there's probably a lot of theories at this point. There's probably a lot of analysis that will happen yeah. among the various sports when this is all said and done. Uh, you know, I would say that one of our competitive advantages in Canada is that overall in this country, there is there are a lot more opportunities for women than there are elsewhere in the world. Uh, within sport, but also outside of sport. Uh, there are a lot of places in the world where women are still really prohibited even from playing a lot of sports or just don't receive a lot of support to do so. So Canada has been working on this for a lot of years. We mm-hmm. do have a long way to go still, but I think it's really paying off. Yeah, clearly. Clearly something is paying off. There's no doubt about it. And the country seems to love it. Like you said, it's so inspiring. Um, the women just, people just adore what they're doing, can't get enough of it, Um, they really do sort of spark the country, don't they? They inspire a lot of people. They absolutely do. And we are just, uh, we're so excited to watch them during the Olympics and the Paralympics to come. And so I think that what we would love to see is this sort of enthusiasm for women's sport really carrying in between the Olympics into the media, into sponsorship, and of course in our communities as well. Yeah, and it just, it's a trickle-down effect. So, the question that was asked in the piece that you were part of here is, why don't we see more success with women's pro sports leagues? If we all get so wrapped up in what the Canadian women are doing over there, obviously we love it, we love to watch it, we love to be part of it. Why doesn't that translate to the pro sports side? Oh, that is complex, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so for, for your listeners, I mean, when you consider the... The amount of, of pro sport opportunities for men, it just pales in comparison yeah. for women. Um, and efforts to establish pro leagues, for instance, in hockey, uh, with the Canadian Women's Hockey League in Canada, ultimately uh, have not worked out. Well, interestingly, only 4% of media coverage goes to women's 
sports. And that's in a good year. That's in an Olympic year. So what it means is that women's sports are just not as familiar to people. They don't get opportunities to watch it. They don't get opportunities to learn all about it, learn the stories, the players, all of that sort of thing. And it leads to, unfortunately, lower kind of understanding, lower value for women playing sport. Uh, what we're seeing that's really positive, though, is growing demand for women's sport on TV. Uh, the WNBA and other uh, leagues, primarily in the States, mm-hmm. have, seen, um, have seen record audiences uh, over the last year and a half. So we know that there's appetite. There just needs to be opportunities now. And I think media and sponsors coming together around this is really going to be key. And I think you make a really, really good point. We know that the interest is there. We know that people will watch um, women competing at sports at high levels like this. That's been proven by these Olympics. There's no question. Um, and, and that ultimately will be the make or break for these leagues, just like it is for any sporting league. If the interest is there and they get the opportunity to showcase it, these leagues will probably thrive. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the fans aren't aren't uh, just strictly women. Uh, you know, fans really cut across the board. And so I think there's, there is growing demand for it, and uh, there's growing uh, commitment also coming from both media and companies. We're seeing that with the, uh, the Dream Gap Tour that was put on by the PWHPA, the Professional Women's Players Hockey Association. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, there's signs of progress. But we've got a long way to go, and the men's leagues have had decades to develop yes. with tons of investment and to grow their audiences and their opportunities. We're in a real catch-up mode for women. I, we weren't scheduled to talk about this, so if you, if you don't want to weigh in on this, feel free to just say, I, I don't want to talk about that. But uh, we've seen a real focus on mental health issues with athletes at the Olympic Games. And once again, it's the women that are leading the way and sort of shining a light that, you know what, if if my ankle was hurt, you wouldn't say anything about it. But I, I, my head is just not right. And sort of saying this is important and I, I'm not at my best to compete. Um, we're really seeing that become a major conversation at these Olympics. Once again, it's the women leading it. I think this is wonderful for sports and for mental health awareness overall. I'm really pleased to see that Simone Biles has had so many very public uh, expressions of support for her choice. I think Naomi Osaka had a bit of a different response to her uh, her choice not to talk to the media recently uh, due to mental health. But yeah, you know what? Um, and women, and particularly women of color, are really judged harshly often. Um, and so the fact that they are are being really bold, very courageous, frankly, and saying, you know, this is what I need. I need to listen to myself. I know my body uh, best. Mm-hmm. And for Simone, like this, it's a question of physical safety, too. I mean, if your head isn't right and you're pulling off the absolutely incredibly dangerous moves that she's doing, it could be catastrophic. But I hope that it gives all athletes, but especially girls, permission to assert control over their own bodies, over their own sort of situation, and to say no when it doesn't feel right for them. Um, So often girls are are really perfectionists. They want to please people. We see that in the research. Um, But it it has to, there has to be a line somewhere. And I think setting boundaries is always a healthy thing. Yeah, I think, and it's amazing to see. Uh, Allison, thanks so much for your time this morning. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks so much. That's Allison Sandmeyer-Graves. Uh, giving us a little insight on what's going on with the ladies who are just absolutely crushing it at the Olympics. She's the CEO of Canadian Women in Sport.